Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode. Let's trade for Dallas Keuchel. And ask me questions if I was confusing. I had a number of different potential titles for this article, but I decided to go. Decided to, 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 to go. Decided to go very bluntly. Let's trade for Dallas Keuchel. And I can hear a couple of you. Why the heck do the Cubs want to trade for Dallas Keuchel? The Cubs might want to trade for Dallas Keuchel because. Legalized extortion is fun. It's really fun to be able to make a deal with another team that just about nobody else wants to make a trade with. It's not that teams don't want to trade with the White Sox necessarily. But, well, let's just stop for a second. The White Sox thought... This was going to be their glory years, and their glory years were going to be far better than, far better developed than, far more perfected than, um, refined than the Cubs' glory years. Because the White Sox had learned from the mistakes the Cubs had made. The White Sox avoided making the mistakes the Cubs made. The White Sox signed their players to the extensions. A bunch of them. A whole bunch of their players. I don't even, I, I, I don't know the Sox finances. I'm not going to look up White Sox cots. But they have a number of players on extended contracts. And that's cool. That's great. Luis Robert, Eloy Jimenez, Abreu. Whoever it is, whatever it is, fine, wonderful, no problem. And the expectation was this team was going to steamroll through. Well, maybe they won't. I had paid a bit of attention to White Sox games against Houston this season because it seemed to me Houston against the White Sox might be a potential matchup. And it seemed like... Not it, not all the games went Houston's direction, but it seemed like when Houston and the White Sox got together, Houston was less prone to making the big mistake, less prone to having the huge in, inning against. It's what seemed to me. And one of the things with the White Sox seems to be right now they're teetering on something really horrible. Teetering on something really horrible. They have Carlos Rodon and Dylan Cease going the next two games. If those two win those two games and then they head back down to Houston, win a game there, hey, scratch all of what I'm talking about. Scratch all of what I'm talking about. But if the White Sox are at a point where, after this season, they have... A rotation of Cease, Lance Lynn, hmm, okay, and who was the one? Oh, Giolito. I like those three. I like those three. They're fine. No, no problems there. The problem is 
First off, Carlos Rodon may head elsewhere. Very well may head elsewhere. He might stick around. Depends upon if he prioritizes, I want to stay in Chicago or I want to get paid. Kind of like with a number of other players that were discussed rather heavily heading up to this July from Chicago. Which is it? Does he want to get paid or does he want to stay in Chicago? Either or. Then you have Dallas Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel has a, okay, I got to look this up again. He is due, scroll it down, da, da, da. In 2022, Dallas Keuchel is due $18 million. $18 million. And this year he has been putrid. Just putrid. Just horrible. Um... 9 and 9, 5.28. And it's a question of what do you believe? What do you believe Dallas Keuchel is going to be next season? Is he going to be 9 and 9, 5.28, totally reliant on the White Sox having a monster offense, which is fine during the regular season, but once you get to the postseason, he's not on the postseason roster. He's making $18 million. So if 2022 is of utmost importance to the White Sox. If it's not, there's not going to be a trade. But if 22 is the year it all has to come together, the White Sox might have to make a trade because the Jerry Reinsdorf, Rick Hahn thing has worked fairly well but Reinsdorf has a tendency, a la Tom Ricketts, to say, here is your spending number. You're not going to go over it. Is that going to happen this offseason? I don't know. But if it does, will Rick Hahn want Dallas Keuchel at $18 million per to be one of his five starting pitchers? That's the question. That's the question, is Rick Hahn willing to say, I'm going to swallow it. I'm going to swallow the $18 million, send him out there, hope he does better, and work around things. Work around things. Dallas, uh, Dylan Cease, Lance Lynn, Keichel, Giolito, and somebody else. At some point to upgrade over what the White Sox are right now. And remember, they traded Nick Madrigal to upgrade over who they are right now. They're going to have to add to their talent. They're going to have to bring in somebody. Pitcher, hitter, I don't know who, I don't know where, I don't know what. But as of right now, the White Sox do not look like they are even in the same league as the Houston Astros. Not sure if they would be in the same league as the Tampa Bay Rays. If the White Sox are, oh, who was who said it? Allison Footer on Twitter, I think. As of right now, the White Sox look like they are the best team in a bad division, and that's it. 
That was harsh. That was harsh, but I don't know that it was inaccurate. So, if the White Sox decide they want to trade Dallas Keuchel and they want to get his money off the books, they're going to have to do something. They're going to have to do something because nobody's going to trade for Dallas Keuchel straight up. Nobody's going to say, we will trade you a pitcher in the Dominican Summer League that's on a 60-day suspension for Stanislaw. Stanislaw. For Dallas Keuchel. It's not going to happen. Nobody wants Dallas Keuchel with Dallas Keuchel's $18 million contract. Nobody. Zero people. Zero teams. So, how can the White Well, the White Sox can say, how about this? We will pay for $10 million of it. So all you're paying is $8 million for Dallas Keuchel. Then you look at the page. He's break-even. Don't want him. No interest. Go all the way across the league. Hey, we'll, we'll pay down eight, $8 million. Don't want it. Don't want it. Why does anyone want Dallas Keuchel? It's kind of the reverse of the Jason Hayward thing. Nobody wants that contract. You signed him to a contract. And so far, let's see. It was very good in 2020. 2021, it's been pretty terrible. In 2022, what, he, uh, uh, is Rick Hahn confident that Dallas Keuchel will bounce back? Yes, he is going to be solid. He's going to be a good number three. He's going to be exactly... If he believes that, more power to him. It might even happen. But I think the Cubs should assess trading for Dallas Keuchel. The Cubs should consider trading for Dallas Keuchel. Now, the first thing they ought to want to do, if they're going to consider that, is decide how much of Dallas Keuchel's contract they are willing to pay. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, of course. Hypothetically, always hypothetically until it happens. Dallas Keuchel, one year with an option for 2022. How much should the Cubs be willing to pay for Dallas Keuchel for one season with a buyout after this first year? It's basically exactly the kind of contract that Chad Hoyer is going to be looking to sign anyway. One year with an option. One year with an option. One year with an option. That's exactly what Jed Hoyer is going to generally be looking for. Except he doesn't want to pay $18 million for a guy who is absolutely... Um, call a guy up from the minors good. That's what he was. That's what he was. So how much should the Cubs be willing to pay for Dallas Keuchel? I think $6 million. $6 million would be reasonable. So ask the White Sox to swallow... $12 million to trade them Dallas Keuchel. Except that's not going to be the trade either. That's not going to be the trade either. Because the Cubs are going to want to get something back for the amount that they are paying. 
the 6 million, the 8 million, the 10 million, whatever it is. And that is done through prospects. That is done through prospects. And when the Cubs ended up trading Ryan Tapera, who actually pitched a good inning today, um, thanks for sending us uh, Bailey Horn, though. Bailey Horn, four pitch guy, left hander, mid 90s. 95, 97, left side, fastball, curveball, slider, change. All of them can be useful, and all of them can also be hit for home runs. He's not ready yet, but he has some interesting stuff going on. So the idea is, if the Cubs were to trade for Dallas Keuchel, the equation would be Cubs trade very, very, very minor prospect, very minor prospect. And, you know, you can think guy in the Dominican League who's probably going to get released anyway. I'd probably want to make it a little bit more than that so that at least the White Sox can be fooled into believing that maybe they're actually getting some level of quality in return, possibly a relief pitcher from A-ball who probably would get released in spring training anyway. And for the Cubs, a guy that they would get that might get released anyway would be of a certain level where he still might play in the White Sox system because the White Sox system, I'm being totally honest here, it really isn't that good. There's not that much there. I'm not sure one of the discussions I was having today is, is their talent that bad or is it that once a player arrives in their system the coaching is such that they really don't get a whole lot better could be either of course some players are going to play through that and get better irregardless irrespective of um but how much should the cubs be willing to pay for Dallas Keuchel, and how good of a prospect should they be willing to trade? Now, the hiccup is the Cubs are going to have to get something more back from the White Sox. It's going to be Dallas Keuchel plus for a very middling prospect. Dallas Keuchel plus for a very middling prospect. The catch is the White Sox pipeline is not desirable. I'm now looking at the Fangraphs prospects. The Cubs, as of now, have 14 prospects, 1 through 14, that are ranked 45 or better on the Fangraphs uh, grading scale. The White Sox have one. The White Sox have one prospect who is ranked 45 or higher. That one prospect is Jared Kelly. These are Jared Kelly's numbers in 2021. For the Arizona Compound League White Sox, two games, two starts, two and two-thirds innings pitch, three hits, four runs, two homers, Four walks, 
two strikeouts. I'm tr- I'm thinking one of those games might have been against the Cubs. I'm really thinking one of those games might have been against the Cubs. I'm going to double check on that because I seem to remember that somebody took him yard. Somebody took him yard from the Cubs pipeline. Let me flip and see that. Arizona Cubs, there you go. Against the Cubs on 7-15. Two innings, one hit, one run, one earned run, one walk, one strikeout, one home run. Who took him yard? Got to look it up. Who took him yard? Triantos? Alcantara? Casey? Who took him deep? Who took who took him deep? Owen Casey. Owen Casey has taken Jared Kelly deep. Jared Kelly is the plum of the White Sox pipeline. And he is far from developed. When he got to the low A, Canapolis Cannonballers, 10 games, 10 starts. 21 innings, 21 hits, 22 walks. Ugh, that sounds ugly. 25 strikeouts. So basically, a hidden inning, a walk an inning, a strikeout an inning, and a run an inning. Basically. Whip of 2.048. 2.9 years younger than the league, so there is some potential development. The question is, do you want to go... Jared Kelly and Dallas Keuchel for a prospect. Yeah. Um, further on the White Sox pipeline, which again is not particularly fantastic. West Kate, Colson Montgomery, Benjamin Bailey, Jose Rodriguez, he's a shortstop. Benjamin Bailey's a right fielder. Colson Montgomery and Wes Kaith are both shortstops. Jake Berger and Micker Adolfo are also 40 pluses. Of those, Kaith and Montgomery are both 2021 draft choices. Neither had fantastic seasons on the compound level. Colson Montgomery, I had seen being mocked to the Cubs. If the Cubs are interested in Kate or Montgomery, they could do a decent job of taking one of them instead of Jared Kelly. So basically, what you're looking at is Dallas Keuchel plus one of the guys that the Cubs really do like, possibly even two to accept Dallas Keuchel for one season. I'm interested. I don't particularly like the White Sox pipeline. I really don't. There's some stuff there. I was checking on their 2021 draft. There's some names down near the, oh, what was it? 14, 15th round range. They seemed okay. Some of the guys in the top 10 seemed okay. But as far as pieces that, yeah, that's going to be a guy that's going to want me to get the Cubs to trade for Dallas Keuchel and pay for a whole bunch of his salary. Yeah, really not much. Really not. It's not the Sox don't have any pipeline talent. 
It's more along the lines of this. If the Sox are pot committed to 2022, full stop. If they want to get rid of Dallas Keuchel and Dallas Keuchel's contract, full stop. There's not a whole lot of teams that are interested. There really aren't a whole lot of teams that are interested. If the Cubs could get enough, would they be willing to pay $14 million of Dallas Keuchel's contract? If enough is offered, would the Cubs be willing to do that? I don't know. But you got to think about it. The Cubs are at the situation now where Totally being completely honest, 2022 isn't the thing. 2022 is not the thing. For the White Sox, 2022 absolutely is the thing. They absolutely have to do something in 2022, especially if they don't win one of their uh, if they don't win their next three games. The White Sox almost have to advance in 2022 if they don't in 2021, or all of their plans come tumbling down. Their plans absolutely come tumbling down if 2020 is a failure, 2021 is a failure, 2022 can't be a failure, or else they're in big trouble. They were banking on this entire thing to work out for world championships. As of now, most of their very cost-controlled seasons, they're gone. They're gone. Now that they have no talent pipeline, their talent pipeline is... 30th. Do I have the do I have the thing shown? The, the the White Sox are I think the 28th and 29th teams are about somewhere in the 90s. One of them's in the 90s, one of them is in the 80s. The White Sox are down near like 47. The White Sox pipeline is far below the 29th best team. The White Sox do not have players that are developing that are going to be major league level replacements for anybody. They have the guys they have now and very little else. And they have an owner who really doesn't want to go over spending limits. Dallas Keuchel does Rick Hahn want to keep Dallas Keuchel and Dallas Keuchel's contract around in 2022? That is a very legitimate question. As is, are the White Sox interested in picking up the option on Craig Kimbrell's contract? Those are two questions for the White Sox if the next three games don't go their way. Do they pick up Craig Kimbrell's contract? Or do they let him go free as a free agent and give him a million dollars to walk away? 
Or do they keep Dallas Keuchel and Dallas Keuchel's contract for 2022? Those are two massive, absolutely massive questions for the White Sox. And if their answer is, really, we'd rather trade Dallas Keuchel. We'd rather trade Dallas Keuchel and find a team that's willing to take most of his contract. There's really not a whole lot of teams in the league who are willing to do that, I don't think. Really not a whole lot of teams. Most teams don't don't even want him on their roster, probably. But as far as the Cubs... If they were given enough of an enticement, Dallas Keuchel is a fourth starter. Cubs could do that. Send him out there, see what he's got. Maybe he'll have five ERA again. Maybe he'll drop down to four. Maybe he'll be three and a half. You don't know. You just don't know because pitchers are funny like that. The Cubs are one of the White Sox options for unloading Dallas Keuchel's contract. The Cubs ought to contemplate it. The Cubs really ought to contemplate it. The White Sox pipeline is far from ideal. But if Jared Kelly, Wes Cape, or Colson Montgomery are offered as an enticement to accept Dallas Keuchel and a decent chunk of of paying his contract. That'd be tempting. That would be incredibly tempting. And it's just one more reminder in case you needed one. It's actually kind of easy to make trades when you're trading a veteran that another team needs for a prospect. That is actually quite easy to do. What's hard is to make the trade in reverse, the other way around, and have it pay off. It's really hard to make that trade where you're giving up the future, you're giving up Kevin Alcantara and Alexander Vizcaino, and in return, you're getting two months of Anthony Rizzo. It looks really good to people who are assessing trades based on, I've heard of this guy, I've never heard of those guys. Looks re- that, that's really easy to do from the Cubs' perspective. From the Yankees' perspective, when eventually you have to stare down the reality that you traded two completely valid prospects for a two-month rental, those, t- those trades are tough to make. And when you're making the trades like Jose Quintana for Dylan Cease and Eloy Jimenez, it looks absolutely horrible when you make a stupid trade like that. It looks absolutely horrible. But when you're trying to win a division, you have to do things. When you have a team that's not loaded, and you're trying to win and you're trying to do things and you trade the future for the present, if it backfires. If it doesn't work, it looks terrible. 
when the Cubs are in this situation. They are not pot committed to 2022. They're just not. People love to criticize Tom Ricketts. Tom Ricketts is so cheap. He's so horrible. He's so this. He's so that. This isn't a Tom Ricketts thing. This is not a Tom Ricketts thing. Tom Ricketts is going to give Jed Hoyer a number. He's going to give Jed Hoyer a number, 135 million, maybe 140, maybe 150, but it's going to be a number. This is your number. Tom Ricketts is not going to force Jed Hoyer to trade anyone. Tom Ricketts is going to give Jed Hoyer a number. Here is your number. Jed Hoyer gets to say, okay. And what is the best thing he can do for that year and on into the future with that financial limit? If he can, he being Jed Hoyer, if Jed Hoyer can trade a completely incidental prospect, I'm not going to mention any names because I value the prospects too much to mention any of them as being completely insignificant. If Jed Hoyer can find someone who, yeah, really, he's not going to, no, he's not going to be with us in three months. He's going to be gone in three months. If Jed Hoyer can trade one of these incidental players, get back Dallas Keuchel, completely willing to pay, well, I don't know, what, $12 million is his contract? And get back a Jared Kelly, a Wes Kate, or a Colson Montgomery. Any of the three. I'm fine with any of the three. Get back one of those three along with Dallas Keuchel. And just roll it. Just keep rolling it. Forced to guess, I'd probably say Jared Kelly. If it does have to be Kate or Montgomery, possibly, 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 possibly beg for an arm probably from the 2021 draft. Hey, I'm seeing this guy, Sean Burke. 2021 draft, $900,000 signing bonus out of Maryland. I don't know jack about him. I'm learning about Sean Burke from Maryland. Burke is a really athletic 6'6 righty. We had Tommy John surgery near the end of his senior year in high school, then missed his entire true freshman season rehabbing. The start of his sophomore year was electric as Burke was up to 95. He's often seen on the high school. Uh, look, he looked relievery throughout 2021, flashing big heat, but generally sitting 90-93, etc., 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 etc. Burke hasn't really had much development time because of Tommy John surgery in the pandemic. So yeah, you go Wes Kate and Colson Montgomery and Sean Burke. Yeah, sure, why not? Norhe Vera, throw him in. Whatever it ends up being. This is a time for Jed Hoyer to take full advantage of his spending limit 
and the fact that some teams are more pot committed to winning than he is. Kelly for an incidental prospect with most of um, Dallas Keuchel's contract thrown in. Sure, why not? Something along those lines. The Cubs really ought to look into it. Whether they do it or not, I don't know. It's going to depend upon how important each individual dollar is for the White Sox. After all, Jerry Reinsdorf might be as cheap as Tom Ricketts. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon. I'll attempt to have that worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs, go. And be nice to people.